Cool 97 Radio Singles Live on the Nation School Est, Cool 97 FM. If you're joining us on the World Wide Web, thank you ever so much. For those persons who are listening at home via the good old radio, thank you as always for keeping us in your ear on a Thursday night. So tonight we're going to look at, 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 at a very interesting topic, how to leave a relationship without war and bitterness. And we have, is it ever possible... Is it even possible, Dre's asking? And we have with us Trevor E. Smith. I call him the man who gives us the tips on conflict resolutions. And so, therefore, he's joining us tonight as we delve into this topic. Trevor? Hi, Anne. Hi, Trevor. Hi, How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Great, great. So, Dre, Dre and I are having our little bit of chit-chat, mm-hmm. um, and we're, we're looking at the topic, how to leave a relationship without war and bitterness. And Dre is asking, is that ever possible? And yes, it is possible. I think so. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. Of course, Dre, it is possible. Mm-hmm. But b- by the end of the show... It depends on, on, on how... Um the circumstances how attached you trevor i hope uh, you're taking notes you know Kadre <laughs> have some depends here it depends yes dre is saying depends on how attached you were to the person yeah, the, the, and what else and the circumstances yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh a whole lot of things man <laughs> well, well we are at it. We just ask Dre if he understands to be war. Right. If I understand and what he what? understands to be bitterness. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, let me so turn. What is war, Dre? What is war for you, Dre? For me. Mm-hmm. War. Let me Fight. Yeah. Cuss out. Yeah. Threaten. Mash up the house and the car. Yeah, yeah. It's an intense conflict between parties. You hear that? All right. All right. So, okay. All right. What, about, what is bitterness? Mm-hmm. What is bitterness? Um, Seriously. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't hear him. He said Cerisy, as in the, the, the bush that you drink. It's also, um, what do you call it? I'm reading it. Anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly, you know, or resentment. So you resent the individual. Yeah, yeah. You speak bad about the individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, 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 in, in, in doing that, it also affects you emotionally. Yeah. yeah. So it's tearing you apart. You probably become so bitter that you become depressed. Yeah. You be, you become so bitter, as Dre said. You become angry, cross, angry, and miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The least you could think you fly off at the hunger yeah. and you're bitter not only towards the individual 
but also towards others who may be linked to that individual. You could be even bitter towards if you're in the relationship and the relationship um, produced um, a child. Some people take the bitterness to the next level, mm-hmm. yeah, and then start to treat the child in a particular way. And they may not um, beat up on the child in terms of physical abuse, but they may throw in some emotional abuse and tell us, say, you look like the person that did them wrong, mm-hmm. or you're behaving like the person that they think that no, did you, them you wrong. Are you, that yeah, that sort of thing. So that is how bitterness. Um, plays out Trevor um, last week when we looked um, when we had a show last week <laughs> Noran came up with the um, with the bitter baggy crew and so out, out, out of this ending of relationships we formed some clique and some crew yeah, so we have a group of bitter individuals hanging out together, forming mm-hmm. cliques and crew to spread the bitterness so tonight we're asking can you really leave a relationship without war and bitterness? <clears throat> and Ian is saying it is very possible. Let me hear what Trevor has to say. The floor is yours. I was about to give up. <laughs> <laughs> the floor is yours, Trevor. Well, all right. Uh, this, this. I wanted to just define define what you mean by war and bitterness. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, disappointment is possible. Some of those things are possible. But I don't think that we need to have war and to have bitterness all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a very relevant topic because, you know, we have the consistent reports now of violence against individuals after the breakup. You know, you just can't leave. You know, you're either with me or you won't be with anywhere, anybody, or even be alive. But what I want to do is so um, look at how we can actually deal with this whole issue of moving away from experiences that are no longer satisfying. So sometimes when you have a big, complex issue, it makes sense to break it down into a, a simple um, example. So I wanted to take us down a little road. So if you could just bear with me. Um, Let us look at a scenario, right? Where we spend good money, right? So this promoter promotes a show with, you know, plenty artists and things, and we put out good money. Um, And we go to the show and it's slow, and it's drag on, and we're bored, and man, God, this foolishness is this. So, what are our options? By the way, I need to just tell you that I always hold this up as a great, one of my great achievements, is that I actually walked out on Ray Charles. I don't know how many people in the world can say that, but Ray Charles came at the stadium, and I actually walk out on him. Sorry, it's a distraction, but it's <laughs> one of my great achievements. <laughs> you just had to throw that in. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, so yeah, so we are in that situation. The show is boring, etc. What are our options? One is that we can stay. I said, boy, I pay my money. I'm going to 
All right, I'm going to just sit down and suffer through this experience. Or we can walk away hmm. and just rule our bad choice. So, boy, the next time I need to be you know, more sensible. I need to check out the thing properly before I actually spend the big money. All right. One thing that we not to do, though, we have to get rid of that thought in our mind that we should disrupt the show now. Start to show it and cross the people and let them forbid start to throw things. You remember somebody threw a Atlantic um, dudes. So that's an example that I want to do. You know, the first of it, thinking about it. Yes, is right. I still link it. No worries, but just go there with me. Right? What would be the wise, mature thing to do? They are there, you pay money, you're disappointed. Ah, you know something? Let me just take up myself and just go to my yard and leave this in peace and reflect on it. All right? Everybody with me? Dre, you mm-hmm. on that table with me? Mm-hmm. Or you are throw battle? No, no, no. <laughs> no, we don't throw no battle. We're on the path with you. All right. All right. So if we look at that scenario, we can you know, extract some important insights. All right? So let us look at some of them. When we entered into the agreement with the promoter, which is basically what you do when you buy the ticket and say you're going to show, right? We did that with the expectation that we're going to get mm. what in our mind is a particular type set of um, entertainment. You know, this is the experience that I'm paying for. Yeah, that's what it is. When I buy the ticket, I'm saying, yeah, this is what it is. So I have in my mind clarity as to what it is that I expect when I go to the show. Well, it didn't turn out like that. Hmm. We haven't got what we want. On the other side, the promoter and his artists, they, are, they have their idea. They are saying, this is what I think people will want. This is what I'm giving them. And they are busily providing it, doing their best to give us what they think is the best experience. So the two perceptions are right. The two are, are not aligned. We're just definitely not on the same page. Right? So here's the question. Does the fact that I am not getting what I want give me the right to inflict harm or abuse on the promoter and his artist? Man is big money I pay. You don't understand how much trouble that I have to go to, to come to this thing. All of those kind of things. Does that give me the right to, well, be abusive of the promoters? Yes? Well, a, a well-thinking individual will say, no, that don't give me the right. But to another person who is not mm-hmm. well-thinking, it may be yep. a different thing. Well, that is what we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, 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 that happens, right? So let us deepen it a little further because I don't want to. I just want to set the platform so that we understand where we're going. But let us move it even closer. So I have my Netflix, and if Netflix promotes for one whole month and promote this movie, and I decide to click on a movie and go look at it, pure, pure foolishness. Do I mash up my smartphone? That's not a mature, sensible thing to do, right? Nope. Exactly. All right. Okay. So, so <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to outlay a principle, um, and I think we have it here. 
bottom line is that we can end experiences that are not working for us <clears throat> by exercising the option to end it, to walk away. Mm-hmm. That's the mature thing to do. This is happening to me. I'm going into this. It's not working out the way that I want. Take care. I'm gone. Can we do that without putting pressure on the promoter, putting pressure on Netflix, you know, having some kind of a reprisal, if you want to call it, against them because they have disappointed us? That's that's the key question that we have to ask. Can we just take care of ourselves and just go simply self quiet? As, as, as without having to extract some kind of a punishment on those who disappoint us. But let us look at the other side of the coin now. Right? So, so let us say I'm, I'm at the show and I decide, well, you know, this show now really work out. This is boring. I'm going home. So I get up and I move towards the exit. But when I go towards the exit, get lock up padlock and security says to me no man you can't leave no man you agree to watch the show you can't leave until it's finished you're mad no man yeah. what would you think in that state you think you're in Bellevue right <laughs> crazy? <Austin> situation <laughs> <laughs> would you think that those people were in their right mind no. <laughs> and then what if you say, no, man, you're mad. No, man, you can leave. And then you have met with violence. <laughs> you're mad. You have been physically assaulted. No, you can't leave. Because sit down. Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say to yourself, hold on, hold on. Take your time with me a little bit. All I did was to buy a ticket, you know, and agree to, you know, which means basically agree to come on at it. But does that give you control over me? Hmm. Did I sell myself when I entered into this agreement? When I walked through your gate, did I say, okay, fine, I give up all my rights and you have total rights over me? Yeah. Did I hand over control when I walk over to the gate? And of course, those are ridiculous questions. Ah, if only... We could transfer that to the relationship situation. Because that's exactly what is taking place if you look at the principle of some of what's going on in relationships. You're going to say, but that is a more serious thing. You can't take this relationship as a serious thing. Yeah, sure. More passion, more emotions, but the basic principles apply as we will see i hope you agree with me <laughs> so we enter into a relationship with the expectation of getting access to a series of satisfying satisfying experiences right that's what we do when we go into experiences we don't go i mean relationship we don't go to the worst of or to suffer or whatever it is we go there to get some benefit same thing we buy the ticket we want to go to a show want to get experience right? and some of those experiences could be intimacy you know and the companionship the friendship you might want to advance your career 
yes, some financial stability, all of that, having children, rearing the children, all of those kinds of things is basically what you expect when you go into a relationship. And, well, you know, basically, my platform stance is that people are entering into relationships without checking out the thing properly. Yes? We're buying the ticket to a show. <laughs> we're not checking out properly who are the artists. And when we go across, I say, boy, your foolishness this. But seriously, we're not doing the due diligence. And then we end up being locked in and being forced to endure some kind of experience that is not unpleasant. All right. So let's take the thing a little further. No matter how bad our choice of partners is, when you enter into a relationship, it does not equate to surrendering your right to end the experiences when you feel that you need to end it. In other words, yes, I might make a mistake and I end up with somebody that is the wrong person. I shouldn't have to pay the price then having to stay with that person forever. I should be able to correct my decision and to be able to walk away. Hmm. So the equivalent is that you go to the show and you want to leave and the man says, no man, you can't leave until it's finished. You have to watch everything. That's basically the equivalent of people are saying, no, man, we are into this relationship. You can't just leave. Also, is there not a similarity? Dre? Let me ask Dre, the one that's serious about this matter. Dre is over there thinking. <laughs> Dre is over there thinking and, and analyzing the analogies um, that you give. Yes. <laughs> so, we should be able to well, leave. Leave. We should be able to leave. We should be in a position where we can say, this is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> it doesn't always work like that, unfortunately. It seems as if more people have this the mentality of our promoter that's saying no you sign up for the show you have to stay and we let you out we can open the gate when we want you can't just come out it's like a trap um, and so you have to answer find out why is it that somebody would have that kind of mindset I'm going to deal with that why is it how logical is it it is that the person because the person dates a few times or maybe I don't know how long the relationship, they can just say, you know, some this not working out for me. I need to move on. Why? Why can't we just accept that? Because we do that with all sorts of things. We buy a meal and we eat, taste it and it's not taste all right and we decide that we're not eat the rest of it. We have the option to end experiences that are not working out for us. Why can't we allow others to have that same right? It's not working out for me. Yeah? I have to look at that. Yeah, All right. but before you move on, though, Trevor, mm. 
we're in the situation and it is not working out for us. And we have the right. For me, it might not be the toy, you know. Yeah, for me. It's not working out for me. And I know that I have the right to leave and I can leave. But why do I feel that I must leave with war and okay. bitterness? <laughs> exactly. I have the right, but why do I, why do I feel exactly. that I must be bitter against the other individual? Yep. So that is, that is the next point that I really want to kneel down on. That in the same way, when I'm leaving the show, I don't have to consult the artist or whatever it is. Because the artist, they must do them thing. Yeah? It's just not my thing. Just leave them, don't allow them. Go about your business. Don't disrupt other people. Move about it. So it's the same thing. This relationship is not working out for me. Go about your business now. Thank you. This experience is not working out. You don't have to tear down. You don't have to make everybody know how terrible the person is. You don't have to have a big cascade quarrel with them before you leave. You can just say, I'll work out for me. And, and you know, this experience is not going in the direction that I want it to go. Something that Dre had said earlier when we were talking, and he says it depends on the situation. Um, so I'm going to just look at that briefly. Okay. Um, so if the person lied to you, um, well, let me put it this way. They said cheat on you, um, lied to you again. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking of the things that would make me want to cause out somebody, which me don't think me are going to reach this. <laughs> but I'm just saying these are some of the things that cause war and mayhem. Um, take away your things, them. Mm. What else, Dre? List some of them, no man. Yeah, go on, like, say, me alone in here. Um, yeah. Pretend they, they that they were they something that they weren't. They don't allow you to be yourself. They did not al hear this, no, no. They did not allow you to be yourself. Yeah. What else? What else, people? Things like that. Eh? You're patronizing, you know, things like that. Things like that? Abuse and assault you? Abuse Selfish. and assault your picnic? Selfish. Selfishness? What else? What else that would make me rain war and bitterness on another individual because I think that they um, have done me wrong? If, well, I mean, I feel like it would tie into selfishness, but it's, it's um, if they don't offer any type of support. If they don't offer any type of support, financial or otherwise, does that really, all of those things that we're listing out though, does that really give me the right? But it does it, that's what I say. It depends, is, it depends, it depends on the situation. It depends on the person because everybody tolerance level is different. So everything that you listed um, just now that we that we've listed, all of that could be tolerable. And then there's this one thing that will that, set them off. That, that will trigger you off. off. And you decide to yeah. listen, me, I got to deal with your case. Yeah, the person could be a cheater, the person could be an abuser, one bug or something. But the one day the man never cleaned the bathroom is a problem. And she said, I can't <laughs> take this no more. You know? Mm -hmm. so it, it depends. It depends. Okay. Trevor, back uh, at you. <clears throat> All right. So here, I hear it. Um, nothing that I would say here. All right. Uh, we'd want to 
um, the little, uh, you know, underplay, the trauma, the pain, the emotional pain that can come from a breakup. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's not so easy. What we're trying to look at, though, is the whole issue. And that's why I want to go back to warring and bitterness. So, um, the question that we have to ask, with each of those scenarios, you decide to leave, etc. Um, if you war, how does that improve the situation? You may, bear in mind that we have left now, you know, we have ended, we have decided that this is over, that we are out. Um, what, what is the benefit of my warring, <clears throat> of my cursing out, or of my cutting uh, up this, or doing what? How does some, that help me? I feel for some people, the, that, that act of, of war, you know, cursing out, it, it helps um, temporarily, of course. Mm, with vent. The, with, yeah, it's it's a way to vent, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, as I say, it's very temporary. But some people prefer to get, you know, at least a little ounce of of relief, of release, versus probably none at all. Yeah, but sometimes it's not temporary, Dre. Sometimes it it, it goes beyond temporary and it becomes an ongoing thing. Well, it it becomes it it. It's not temporary if knives start fling and guns start fire and a person may die, you know, so that's not temporary. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, it's not like me. I mean, I, I am leaving. I'm going through the door. I miss a listen to me. I'm going to tell you, I'm going, I, I, I'm going to tell you a piece of my mind. Yeah. I pack up my bag. I'm going to tell the things them to you. No uncertain terms. Mm-hmm. I'm a, after I'm done, tell you the things them. I pack up my bag. I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm going to don't look back. But you have some people, even when they pack their bags and they have left, it is an ongoing war. It is, it, 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 it becomes revenge. And you're so revengeful, you want to get back at this person, and you do all different sort of things to get back at this person, wanting to see the from wanting to see the person die to withholding children to mashing up assets. It is just ongoing. Yeah, you deliberately try to sabotage their you know career or just yes. Mash them up. You are you are done them. Yeah, even years after. Years there's after. Still, there's still the, here's the word. Here's the word. There's still that bitterness. Ha ha. Ha ha. All right. So, so let's start with it. I wanted to deal with the war first, and I hear the venting and so on. Um, we have to be careful though that in that fragile state, we don't make decisions or do things that we regret afterwards. All right, hold that thought, hold that thought on making bad decisions and making um, some wrong moves, you know, wrong move, wrong move. We're going to take a very short break. It is now four minutes after 10 o'clock. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. West Coast, Cool 97 FM is in your ear on 97.1 FM. Westmoreland, keep that cool vibe. Don't touch that dial.
and we're entering or we are in the talk segment of Singles Live and this segment is brought to you by Evergrow Garden Center when you want it to grow call the pro they are the experts at 12 South Avenue in Kingston let them help you master your home gardening skills and nurture beautiful healthy plants it's the perfect way to de-stress while you mold that gift off the green thumb and encourage the love of nature in your family and you can call them at 906-9916 or 906-9160. You know, I need to ask you something, Eve. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about Evergrow. Right. Can I get, like, gravel from them, you know, the little white stones? Yes. Can I get it from them? Yes. Okay. Where are you going to put those? In my backyard. Okay, but well, I'll talk to you off air. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. All righty then, so I'm let's... developing a thumb. Oh, you're developing a green thumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're creating a cactus garden or is it a stone garden? Yeah, a stone? I want, I want some I want little to put... plants on top of it, but it's really to cover an area, a surface, but mm-hmm. I want to put like potted plants on top of it. Okay. Or in, uh, in it. So, you know, yes. In it. We'll talk talk. off air. All righty then, back into the conversation. Trevor E. Smith is with us tonight, and we're looking at the topic, how can you end a relationship without war and bitterness? Let me turn my attention to our friends joining us via the World Wide Web. Ian says, and we were talking before that, um, one's behavior might be an accumulation of problems and um, the, as Dre was saying, the last one triggered it. Um, Shay48 is asking Trevor a question. And she's asking, Trevor, how long can one hold on to bitterness? Though, hmm, you never know. Um, um, Piccadilly is saying, when you know it's time, you just throw in the towel and break up. Um, so, Trevor, you're there? I'm here, I'm here. Yes. And so, Jay, give you one of the solutions for the bitterness thing. But find something. Find something. Yes. Do some gardening. <laughs> Grow something. <laughs> distract. Yes, distract. Yeah. A serious point, though. Yeah, and something um, Something before we, before we, we, I just wanted to, um, just, I think Ian answered Shay's question very well and Ian says the bitterness hurts you and not the other person right. yeah so, right. so yeah, bitterness is, is, is like forgiveness, like unforgiveness mm-hmm. and we have spoken about that, that basically unforgiveness is, is um, hurting you and it shows up medically a lot of studies that show um, the damage that it does to you physically. Um, you know, so basically, <laughs> what you should do is give the person, give yourself a gift by by letting things go. Um, but I'm going to come to this bitterness part because somebody asked how long it can last. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can take to your grave. People mm-hmm. never ever let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, they never ever forgive the partner or the person who did this to them. And never. Right? So bitterness can be lasting forever. I'm going to deal with it when I'm dealing with a, a, a part of this that talks about grieving. <laughs> it's not like death, right? But yes, it's strongly recommended that we should grieve our breakups. 
we talk about that in a while. But <clears throat> where I wanted to go was to look at the other side of the coin now, right? So we're looking at the person who decides to leave, right? For whatever reason. You know, you guys have cited a lot of wrongs that the other person has done. Um, but it could also be that you want to pick up yourself and go um, for whatever reason. You know, you might, it might not be that the person is such a terror after all. Mm-hmm. It could be that you are, you just not satisfied here and you really want to move on. Or you see greener pastures and you want to um, go and graze over there. So what happens when you are the one that's being left? Yeah? And if we continue with our analogy, basically you are the promoter. Yes? You're putting on your show um, and these people are leaving. And you so think you're department. doing your best? Yes, I'm mm-hmm. doing my best. Mm-hmm. I believe that this is how I should be, you know, have this relationship. I'm doing all the right things in my mind. And boom, one day, <laughs> I just get the message that my partner has left me. Um, there are some things that we will talk about. But let me just interject one point. I was reading a book about it, you know. Um, this lady, Natalie Lou, has this book, The No Contact Rule. What she's talking about is that a lot of the problems that come from breakup is because you're not even sure whether the relationship ends or when it ended. You know, because there's a little hang around. She talks about some serious things, you know, like some, you know, um, last week or some, you know, go back to uh, use each other, all sorts of things. So you have relationships that have quote-unquote ended, but the contact still continues. Um, I am tracking you on social media. I'm sending you texts all the time. It's a, so there's no clarity as to has this really ended or not. And I think that that would help because in that scenario, a lot of challenges come up because usually maybe one of the parties is being used. So you know you hear about somebody playing on your emotions. Mm-hmm. So I have gone, but every now and then I, you know, drop by or whatever it is, and you know something might happen. There's a or, song. You know, there's a song that's coming in my mind, Ray. Um, break up, but can we still get together? So you know that you know my, my cool listeners know the song that I'm talking about. Dre, it's a love song, and the relationship end, and the man wants to know if they can get together sometime. I mean, I'm talking. I know the soca one, <laughs> but not, but not the soca one. Yeah, you know the soca one, though. But I'm talking about the love songs. Um, that says um, the relationship has ended, but I guess they want to get together from time to time. Well, you don't remember that one. Anyway, Trevor, continue. Yeah, but that's the concept. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is where the problem is. And that then can lead to all sorts of problems. Right? Um, so the suggestion that, that, that um, 
Louis suggesting is she has this book that she called No Contact Rule, which means that you just break up all relationships. Delete them name from your phone, everything. <laughs> Cut off, no matter what talk to the mother or whatever it is. You know, family members, everything just cut. Just cut. Cut. Cut, cut for, you know. Mm-hmm. I think they were saying like six months, three months, six months, that kind of time. So that it's clear that the thing has ended. And how that helps you, you know, is that um, you know that it's done. And you have to start to put your life together. When you're hanging around and you're not so sure, maybe they will start again and if they're really gone, whatever, you're still holding on. You're not really dealing with it. And if there's pain, the pain is even prolonged longer. Because, you know, they come now, you get a little hope. Mixed signals. It happen. Mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. And then you go into that pain thing again, then you get another little hope. It just continues, continues. So, so that's a suggestion that if it's done, it's done. Yeah, shut down the communication. And you know, Please, no matter what spy on them, and find out what I'm tweeting and what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> see who them have picture with on Facebook. <laughs> no matter with that, just left it now. Oh, sir, not in this year, just stage. No. Go peep <laughs> round the PC, eh, Andre? I cannot understand. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, Trevor, my friend, Trevor. I don't understand how. You're just saying it like you know, just do it. It's it's not it, it's not easy, you know. You, how do you say to somebody just do it? You know, how it's and it, for me for me I personally don't like that. I I don't like to say to somebody just do something. Obviously, they know that they're not supposed to. Are they supposed to? You know, so. Before I have anything to else, before I have anything to say to them, I rather have some sort of way to provide a distraction. You know, if I can help in that regard, or suggest, have a suggestion, or you know, do it this way, try doing it this way. But we can't just say to somebody, "Don't do it. Don't talk to the person. Don't see what the person up to." We can't. You can't say that to somebody. Really? It's not the easiest thing to do. All right, I hear you, and I and I, I take the feedback. There's a suggestion, though. The reason why I have this this dialogue is because the things that we're dealing with are not easy. None of the things that we talk about in this um, in our interactions are easy. Not one. So the question that we have to ask ourselves is: is that is it because it's hard that we're not going to do it? And that can be the answer. So, in terms of practical things, one of the things that we say is delete. Delete them from your phone. So that the temptation then is not there to take a quick call. Yeah. Um, yes. Shea 40. It's easy. And if it's easy, yeah. you have to come off of social media, come off. Come off. But Shea 48 says, says, I guess all these behavior comes with maturity because right. I have no time. Dre, soon. Dre, you soon get to that point 
Oh, no, it's not for me. I'm just no, saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a drink coming from me, Nana. I, I accept yes, it, you know. Yes, yes. You have some people who just cannot just remove themselves and sever all ties. While yeah. I may be able to do it and say, boy, I am moving away from this relationship. This relationship yeah, is like, is know, unhealthy I for me. Uh, like me or you or whoever, you know, we can take up a phone and block who we need for block, delete who we need for delete and move on. In our our start the process of moving on, but for some people, for some people they can't. They, they can't do it. Okay. Or they think that they can't. They think that they can't. Or they don't know how to. Dif- they don't know how to, and it's it's probably yeah. the most difficult and painful experience to do something like that. Right. Yeah. All right. So so let me let me. I'm going to come exactly where you are. In after these two sentences, right? Come right there where you are, Dre. Um, and we are call a call in per se. So, the mature thing, let us follow the, the, the principle that we had laid down. That the mature thing is, is that you are now the promoter, you, know? you are the person that is being left. You're not locking the gate, you're not locking out and say you can't leave and, you know. Is either me or you're dead, and you can't live without you, and all of those kind of things. We're not going there. Like the smart promoter, they're going to allow, keep the exit open. Person can leave. However, like the promoter, you want to know what went wrong with the experience so that you can do better the next time, or, you, or maybe, you know, um, you find out what didn't go right here. So you could ask those questions in a peaceful, calm way. I'm not in a quarreling way. You just want to know what went wrong. Um, Why didn't work out? How could I have made a difference? So that's one approach. But I have a big thing in my mind that says, stop, (laughs) stop Trevor, which is exactly where Dre is, and so on. All of the talk we have been talking about appeals to and seem to be talking to sensible, mature adults mm-hmm. who are able to express themselves while keeping their emotions in check. I agree. All of what we have said so far is this reasoning and this looking at um, analogy and being applying it. All of that has a relationship with somebody who has their head screwed on and who are thinking carefully who entered into a meaningful relationship and respect the other person and also, you know, understand that the person might have the right to to leave and that life goes on. All of those kinds of sensible things that we can think about rationally. But it doesn't apply in our cases Mm -hmm. or even most of the cases. Mm -hmm. What about a relationship that basically... It's about sex and passion. There's no, you know, we're not looking at no respect, etc. It's just straight body, physical. That's it. So, what about the transactional one? Where the party is going and it's basically why I'm giving this in order to get what? That. Whatever it is. There's a, this exchange, and it's a secure in the mind. It has nothing to do with love and caring and so on. It's just a straight 
transaction. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when these transactions, even though both parties enter into this kind of relationship, knowing that it's a transactional relationship, but yet it's some of these very same relationships that end up with war and violence. You know, those, those are the ones that are greatest at risk, you know. Mm -hmm. When there's no respect, there's no under, you know, underpinning caring. It's just a straight transaction. That's, those are the ones you know, where somebody says, you know, well, I want more intimacy than I'm getting. Or, you know, why, you know, the passion and the excitement that I thought I was going to get and not getting. Um, or I think I can get a better deal. Or, or better yet, you look like you're transactioning, if there's such a word, with someone else. Yes, <laughs> yes, I can get a better deal. Yeah. Or I can add to the deal. Or the feel that they're not getting as much as they're giving. So this is a lopsided deal. All of those kind of things. Then open up a situation where the promoter is not providing the... the, the expected experience mm -hmm. and it leads to the breakup but this kind of breakup because bear in mind now this is not the thoughtful rational person this is a lot more um i suppose immature but I, i'm not only talking age but people who have wrong mindset about relationships they then deal with those situations in a wrong way. And I'm not talking just young people. I'm talking, it could be a mature person who come from an old school that understand that the man is in charge, all of those kinds of things that, get there, um, that could cause these problems. So I believe that a lot of the domestic violence comes from out of that kind of scenario where you have... Um, relationships that are not grounded on what we would have looked at as an um, ideal kind of um, affection that people get to meet each other, they, you know, care for each other, they respect for each other. So even when the tips come up and there's anger, you still kind of keep it within limits. Some of the things that you say, you know, you remember that you have to live with this person afterwards. Those are some of the things that would guide a more mature relationship. When those guardrails are missing, then anything goes. Anything and goes. that's where you start to have the dampest. So what we want to look at then is the factors that can impact the breakup. That is where Jay in his wisdom was saying that circumstances make a difference. Yeah? So one of the things that I think impact how a breakup goes is the whole thing of culture. Go right back to culture. In Jamaica, there's a tendency towards male dominance, right? Man call the shots, make all the decisions. And in that environment, there's a sense of ownership, you know? So when a man says, my woman, my woman, yeah? And it's not like a, I'm my woman, you know? You know, you know that I am aligned. You know that this is person. I am blessed <laughs> to be associated with this wonderful human being. Is that you know? Is a different kind of thing. It's more like you know, your car, 
or uh, your cell phone, uh, you know, like it's some kind of a possession. It is uh, that that's how they see us as a possession. So it's it's mine. Nobody look and she can do. You know, you, the, the, nobody must. So, where does nobody? Am I a woman that? Yes, and so you're in control of this mm-hmm. possession. Yep. Yeah. And and she better know as well. Yeah, she and she better know as well. Oh, you know what go down. Problems, Problems don't Dre? Yeah, okay. See, I see. Yeah, I yeah pre you. <laughs> and eh? you know, so <laughs> let us say no. I have no intention of losing my car, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't put up a fight, you know. And it's the same thing. I take it over to my, how I deal with my woman. As a matter of fact, my car can't just say, well, I'll leave you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. The thought is ridiculous. <clears throat> so basically, we go back to the analogy. Where the patient is there, dissatisfied, disgusted, want to leave. But the promoter is saying, no man, the show is not over. What do you mean you want to leave? Go sit down until the gate open. Yes, that's it. You are lying. You're not happy. That's your business. <laughs> you know what you want. But leave? What do you mean? No man. That's not an option. So that's one of the things that we have to look at now, that that kind of thinking, or I would say lack of thinking, goes into contentious breakup, yeah? So one of the things that we have looked at is this owner, owner mindset. And I would just want quickly, if I can just quickly just go back to some of the um, things that make a difference in terms of these, how, how the relationship works and how it can be ended. The education level makes a difference. Although, you know, some highly educated people use some very sophisticated techniques. We talk about gaslighting and so on to keep people under subjection. So, um, but ignorance, <laughs> uh, when I'm talking about ignorance in the sense of Jamaica, I think the truth said, we have some ignorant people, <laughs> you know, ignorant. Yeah, so that also leads with how the breakup was. In that, people bring a different level of um, vibes to to to, to split it. You know. Faith. I need to say that that people use the Bible to talk about the man in charge kind of thing, but they don't read the other parts that talk about how to respect and treat your wife. Um, those are important considerations. Economics, economics, these hard times, people basically are trapped because they're going deep now. What you going to eat? Hmm? Leave, man. <laughs> right? So um, those are some of the factors that make it challenging um, for people to leave and for the bitterness and the conflict and gas gas. Um, to be dead center. Trevor, hold that thought. Hold that thought. It is now 10.32 on the clock. 
I want to say thank you to Evergrow Garden Center. Evergrow Garden Center, they are the pro. They are located at 12 South Avenue, Kingston. And also, remember, you can help them to, they can help you to master your home gardening skills. Remember, as Jamaicans, we must make an effort to grow what we eat and eat what we grow. And Evergrow, they are the ultimate one-stop shop where you get everything for your farming, gardening, and growing needs. Call them at 906-9916 or 906-9160 for details. Going to a very short break. We'll be right back. Singles Live on the Nation School Est, Go 97 FM. If you're just joining us, tonight's topic, can you end a relationship without war and bitterness? Trevor E. Smith is with us. We have a few more minutes to go before we wrap things up in the talk segment. Trevor, let's continue. Yeah, okay. What I want to talk about, is I've been talking about this male dominance, mm-hmm. man in charge, etc., but a lot of men actually use that to cover low self-esteem. Yes? So really, they're not comfortable with themselves, etc. So when a situation arises where they are confronted or challenged by the woman, they, and they can't respond, they can't speak, you know, can't address the issue verbally, etc. Then they move towards violence. Because that is the way, you know, that I'm going to use my physical um, superiority and strength to show that I'm in charge. And so we have to bear that in mind as well, that, that it is low self-esteem is a, a, a big part of the problem that we mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. is that people choke badness because they can't deal with issues um, in a normal way that people will be able to communicate and, and, and explain themselves and to argue around a point and to see your point of view and to present a, a superior point or agree to disagree. It actually comes down to no man. No, I'm in charge. So I'm going to boof you. That's a problem that we have to look at. So the question that you have to ask persons who might be listening who have that mentality is, um, if you um, abuse women, how does that, would that make you more attractive to other women? I don't think so. <laughs> right. um, so that's a question I have to look at. Another issue why people don't want to allow, why they want to lock the gate, block it down, is that shame embarrassment mm-hmm. woman leave me yeah I can't go back on the corner because everybody have the woman my woman leave me. yeah that's and they're not looked at with respect then so that's basically um, is part of the problem uh, that we have is that we do we can't face up to Things like that, right? Um, and the question then is, if my if, I, if if this woman leaves me, who would want me? Those are some of the questions that I hear. 
you know. I live in a neighborhood. Everybody knows that we're connected here. She's gone. Um, when I approach another woman there, are they going to say, why, what, what do you think, you know, I am, you know, this woman don't want you, why would I want you? Those are some of the things that cause people to behave in kind of crazy ways. Right? And I'm going to ask, please, please, women, do the research, do the research, find out what kind of person you're entering into the relationship with. What happened with former relationships? Who wants to get hooked up with a serial abuser and then find that they can't get out? Yeah, because some women may go, Trevor, uh, we have some well-thinking listeners um, that are listening to Cool 97 FM who will do what you're saying. And so, therefore, I have to ask these individuals to pass on some valid information to persons who are not listening. Because most of the times when these programs are being done, whether here, there, or whatever, the people them that really and truly need to hear, they're not at a place where they are actually listening or they feel like, oh, what am I chat about on the radio? Let me just turn it off and go wherever, wherever. Go listen to something else or go do something else. Um, so, or well-thinking listeners, yes, they will analyze the situation and look at it and say, boy, this, this person is, 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 is not good for me emotionally and otherwise. While you have another set of, of, of women who the man couldn't have a trail of abuse no. coming behind yes. him like rolling. You know, the first time he tell us a rolling calf with all the clunks and bells and chains, we couldn't hear the chain loud, loud, loud. But mm. because the man is giving us something, especially in these times where there's financial constraints, you understand? You know, feel so because you look a particular way, your shape good, your brown or whatever you think, the ma you have the capability to change the ways of this man. And the man did abuse all I'm among them before you. And you now feel that because you are who you say you are, he is not going to do this to you. Mm -hmm. So your perception and your analyzing of the situation can be so different from another person. You understand me? Because that is not what you are looking for. You understand? It is not what you're looking for. You are not going in there to look for somebody who is honest, open, caring, and loving. You know, going to become, well, look how look like the man can take me out of my financial misery. You understand? So that is what you are looking for. Right? So it will. everything else. And a lot of women are you, 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 you get to the age where you feel so you want a husband, mm -hmm. right? You're still a well thinking individual, you know. But you say you really and truly get to your age and stage, you're in a church or you know, in a church or wherever you are, and you know, get to the age where everybody say, I ask you every day, so how you not married, how you not have a husband, or whatever, and you see this man, and all you can see a husband, and you know, even go analyze the qualities of a husband, all you see is a man, you know, Trevor, you know, analyze nothing, you know. A whole heap, it, it, it's a whole heap of us really and truly don't analyze, you know. Because we follow that, we follow not only our 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 tainted emotions, but also our ego. We're we're people who are driven by our ego. So we now go sit down and said, "Oh no, sir, 
we feel a particular way because they make we feel a particular way or she makes me feel a particular way and you run with it without analyzing it and so therefore um before we get, get back to you trevor when no all hell and this is it we never analyzed before and so when all hell breaks close we, be, we blame everybody except we self Oh, we don't have goodness. no form of contribution to this relationship that has 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 diminished and has ended and yet still w w when we walk away we walk away with bitterness or we create war and mayhem all because we never analyze and take responsibility of for our decision when you can analyze you know and i mean all of us at some point in time would have made some not so good decisions when it comes down to a relationship but when you can go back and you say boy i made it really choose a person there you know i made it choose and me choose to be in a relationship and once the gate is open for you to leave just said okay I had made a not so good decision. I am walking away. Remember the gate no lock, you know. Remember the gatekeeper no lock no gate pan, you know. The right. gatekeeper <laughs> gave the permission to walk away. Right? And you know, I go turn up there and war with the gatekeeper for a decision that you too had made. So why not just pack up your little belongings and, and, and take responsibility for your action and walk away. But once again, the responsibility of self and the responsibility of analyzing i must say trevor well-thinking individuals can do that because somewhere along the line we were given the tools or we developed the tools there are persons who now have the tools to think clearly they don't and so we this need to find, things, right man. and so therefore we're <laughs> asking individuals who are listening because we know we have a lot of well-thinking individuals who are listening because they are well-thinking and they know what is good and they know what is healthy for them help others who are not so well-thinking as you are as long as because some people don't want you to help them too some people know why you help. Some people are right. They profit take the beat up and the mistreat and then uh, leave because them not have them feel that there isn't as you said, Trevor, there is nothing better for them. And it is not only women who think that way, but also men. Better them better steer yes. Me not go nowhere, better me tanya. But we always say better we stay with what we know. But I will stay with what we know. We work with this car. We don't know what else out there. Yes, stay with, the evil. Stay with it. Yeah, that is it, Dre. Stay with the evil that we know. You understand? So it is, it is, it is, it is as Dre, something that Dre says that some people just don't know how. And some people have become so helpless and hopeless that they just stay. They don't know how. But yes, you can leave a relationship as long as... <laughs> so I, I never even think of that, you know, Trevor. As long as the gate is open for you to go and you're not being held ransom, then you can leave a relationship without war and bitterness. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. So a couple more. Two other areas now why people, why they've gone so crazy, um, you know, is the investment. But, you know, you know, I'm me, Stenago School, 
I am not the ideal fit for that person's mm-hmm. person, um, mm-hmm. perspective. And by, guess what? They might be totally wrong. I don't have to. My self-esteem doesn't have to be dependent on their perception of me. As a matter of fact, I'm smiling to myself to say, well, okay, fine. You choose that instead of me, you will find out. Because this is solid gold. Where are the first brass and silver? <laughs> um, so those, those are the things that you could do to get yourself in a better space. That my perfect fit might come along. I don't have to worry myself now. And this whole foolishness about I can't live without you. You can't live without anybody. Trust me. All right. <laughs> wow. Mm. That's love. That's love. Now we're speaking one little thing now about the grieving. This, this, this um, what's his name? Susan Elliott is suggesting really that they break up. They should grieve just like, it's like, well, it's, it's the loss of a loved one, you know. I mean, there was some love involved. Yeah. I mean, it's like, really, it has been strong, solid. And one day, um, the person get up and gone. Um, you, you really have lost a loved one. And what you're saying is that you should actually grieve, just like it's a death. Um, uh, when you go through the grieving, some of the areas would be, you're going to start out with shock. You can't believe it, you know. Um, remember, in a situation where, where you feel safe and somebody cares for you, that's gone. Wow. It's not so easy for you to quickly just re- rebound from that. Um, then the next phase would be confusion and disbelief. Oh, what do you mean? Gone? But you're not saying anything. Nobody, you know, all of those kind of things. Um, the confusion there. Then... The blame, you know, who, what went wrong, whose fault it is, all of those kind of things. And the next step is the regret phase now. And the regret can be two different areas. One of them is that you obviously regret that the person has gone, you care for this person. But it could also be part of the bitterness <laughs> where you are saying, my God, you know, we waste my time with this woman, already this woman, you know. I'm so sorry that I put out so much and, you know, made a commitment and invested so much in this relation. So we'll go through that, which can lead to, you know, bitterness if we don't manage it. And then the feeling of abandonment, abandonment and loneliness. Because, yeah, remember, you know, in some of these relationships, you know, it's like <laughs> PP, clock, clock. You're there, everything, the person is there, around, etc. And then suddenly, that's gone. And in many relationships, you not only are linked to the person, but you're linked to your family, you're linked to your friend. So when there is this snap, and especially if we talk about the no contact, then you really are out there by yourself. That's not necessarily a bad thing because what that does is give you a chance to get yourself together, recalibrate, and find a way forward. So we need to grieve, we need to mourn through the loss of the relationship. That's natural. In a, in a number of instances, what happens is that people try to show strength, you know, they'll show, oh no, I'm not hurt. Oh, no, okay, I'm, you know, I'm strong, I can get beyond this. Um, 
don't fool yourself. <laughs> if you really had a solid relationship, there's going to be some pain and some frustration, some, you know, all of those kind of things, anger. So just let that flow, don't stop it. What this will help you to do is deal with disappointment. So, yeah, it goes through. But at some point in time, you know, if you talk about the, the death, grieving part of it, you must get to acceptance at some point in time mm-hmm. and move forward. Mm-hmm. You can't keep a look back now and just say, well, oh boy, Lord, you know, I had this relationship and I don't understand what's going on. You can't stay there forever. At some point in time, you need to recognize that it's done and that you need to go forward. And that's where the idea of the no contact came in. You know, that at least you know that is done and that you have to pick up and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, that picking up and move on, you should have dealt with all the issues, all the bitterness by then. So uh, <laughs> this continuing warring and, and bitterness should be a thing of the past. I don't know if, Jill, if I have shown a way that we can actually end <laughs> without Cas cas and enmity. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's saying yes and and, no. and and it can be done. It can be done. But what we took away from tonight show that it can be done when well thinking individual play their part. Well thinking individual play their part, it can be done. So if you're not well thinking, Andre Allen Casey will say when you analyze the whole situation and even if you decide to go start war, you ask yourself the question, to what end? Who is mm-hmm. going to suffer here? Who are the other persons outside the two of us that is going to suffer? Are there children involved in this? Are there other family members involved? So why you want to reign war? When there was two people in, well, hopefully only two at this time. We're looking at two. Because <laughs> <laughs> nowadays anything seemed to go. Um, in this in this relationship, you chose to be a part of the relationship. And know that you're choosing to come out of the relationship. There, It should not have to be war and mayhem. And we're not saying after the relationship something that Trevor said. We're not saying that you, 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 you must be chummy chummy with this individual. Sometimes you really have to cut, let say, cut off some people, but you can cut them off without being bitter. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can, because the bitterness is not about them, it's about you um, holding them up in your heart, in your mind. Um, you don't have to do that, but you can sever ties with them. And sometimes, as Trevor says, it's the best thing to do. Um, for you to preserve you um, the individual you have to do that so you really and truly don't have to be friends with them you understand I mean you don't have to talk to them um, to forgive them you can forgive um, but you don't have to be friends right things like that but you don't have to go reign in war and, 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 and harboring bitterness it can be done it has been done and if it has done by before then it can be done again and it can be done by you um so bear that in mind i want to say thank you so sometimes both parties aren't wealth yes Jani, you're so right and that is what we're saying 
that well-thinking individuals can end a relationship without war and mayhem, but sometimes both parties aren't well-thinking, and that is so true. And we're seeing a lot of these individuals in relationships, both um, because we, 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 we attract and keep, and the operative word is keep, we attract and keep what we are. So you have two individuals who have various issues coming together um, to forge a relationship. And then now, when conflict arise, they don't know how to deal with it. And so therefore you have the war and the bitterness. Yeah? want to say thank you so much to Trevor, Trevor E. Smith. Thank you so much for joining us again once more inside Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. And we will talk very soon. Take care, Anne. Thank you. Bye, Jerry. And Jenny says, same one, same, and walk away. One mad... A shad and one bitter as gall. <laughs> a bitter baggy slash brief. Yes, the bitter baggy crew more so is formed because we do not let go of our bitterness. So we want to say thank you again to Evergrow Garden Center. When you want it to grow, call the pro. Remember their friendly staff is ready to help you with everything you need for your beautiful home gardens and also your farms. Remember, you can get your ceramic pots, fertilizers, plants and seedlings, greenhouse structures, and so much more. You can like them on their Facebook page, and that's at Evergo Garden Center. And, of course, stay tuned for more um, talks inside Singles Live, courtesy of Evergo Garden Center. Cool 97. Radio. Radio.